Hi, and welcome to a new episode of The Social Bus. Hello, everyone. Today, we have a very exciting topic to share with you. Issue management at BSH is one of the most important jobs of social media officers and ongoing issue management in each country is essential if we want to communicate effectively. The press officer and social media officer must collaborate closely when monitoring the media. In the past years, the US has been a marvelous example for the great cooperation between press officers and social media officers. Today, we're talking to an expert who has been dealing with it since a few years. Welcome, Natalia, from the US team. Can you please tell our listeners a bit more about yourself and what your role is within BSH? Hello, and thank you so much for having me here today. My name is Natalia Elko. I am the PR and social media manager for BSH Home Appliances North America. Preceding my latest adventure at BSH, I have been in the industry for nearly 15 years. I have combined experience in broadcast, print and digital communications, as well as agency marketing and advertising, in-house marketing and communications, and corporate communications and agency management. I've had many experiences in pitching media, placing media, and developing trusted relationships with news outlets and public relations, publicists, and other clients. My time at BSH has been wonderful thus far, and it's hard to believe it's been nearly five years since I've started. Thanks for that introduction, Natalia. So you've been with BSH for a few years now, and you've also been working with issue management during that time. Could you give us an overview on how you work with this topic in the US and how you deal with issue management? So effective issues management is important for us in the US and and really in any career that includes customer social care and PR and brand management. We use it to manage our brand reputation of BSH and all of our brands here in RNA. The effective issues management prevents challenges from becoming major crises. So this is critical for us in order to support consumer centricity, but also work to resolve the issues of our consumers. In RNA, we work closely with our social customer care teams to monitor for sensitive topics. We follow an issues management response protocol that we have worked with Global to establish. And in doing so, our social customer care teams monitor the content of our brand social channels. They review that content and through tools such as Sprinkler and Bizarre Voice, we reference something called a BSH list of sensitive topics. When our social customer care teams work to monitor these channels, they use this list to help determine whether or not something is sensitive. And if it is a sensitive topic, then they go through the process of categorizing that. By doing so, they were able to alert us, the social uh, media officers, of any sensitive topics that come up. And from there, we are able to handle those. I think it's important to point out that 2020 and 2021 were interesting years for us. We dealt with a lot of unique topics, COVID-19 being one of them. COVID-19 alone had us dealing with everything from safety to supply chain issues and They've really been omnipresent through all of our customer care avenues as of 2020, right? We dealt with it via phone, email, and of course, on reviews and social media. So knowing that we had to deal with so many socio-political topics also in the U.S., like political advocacy, diversity, equity, and inclusion topics, we really had to work closely with all of our team members in order to work collectively to address these topics and make sure that we were managing sensitive topics through. 
Thank you very much, Natalia. That sounds like a very complex process, actually. How do you collaborate exactly then? So what teams are involved and do you also work with any agencies in the U.S.? Yeah. So an important facet of issues management is preparation, right? So you need to be prepared and, and be willing to be agile in the process. So by monitoring our social and news media to anticipate issues that arise, that's how we can be prepared and work ahead of time. And in order to do that, we have agency support. We work closely with uh, our internal communications team, as well as a PR agency to prepare for these types of situations. So we prepare by creating social responses ahead of time that we may use or modify if needed in, in the event that something comes up that might be a typical sensitive topic, but maybe needs to change or shift a little depending on what's going on in the world. Additionally, as part of our protocol, if an issue is identified as a sensitive topic by our customer care team and then passed to us, we consider the topic and consider what is the best way to respond. Sometimes the best way to respond is to not respond. And this is an interesting topic that I think oftentimes gets put to the side as something as we don't think of consumer centricity as not responding. But there's also a risk and a reward in every response. So we need to be thoughtful and mindful of how we're engaging our consumers and what is the true issue at hand. One of our main strategies is to take people offline. And the goal of that is to really centralize the issue to the individual, deal with them individually, help assist them individually. And so that's something that we work closely with, again, our PR agency, our internal teams and our social customer care teams to better collectively work to understand what this individual is looking for, what their issue is, And how can we best handle and work with them? Could you give us an example of how you would deal with a really difficult post? Or also, could you give us an example of a case that was handled really well by your team? Overall, our BSH brands, we have a robust social following. We have everything from Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, and YouTube that we manage. And on those channels, as many positives as there are, there are also negatives. We call them social trolls. <laughs> And these trolls, they use sensitive topic buzzwords to get our attention, really. So we're careful when we consider each of these situations and we take time to research, as I mentioned before, this, the customer service history. We take time to look at some of our preset responses and craft them and modify them as needed. And a common difficult situation that, that appears often on our social channels is when a customer who has an appliance that may be well out of warranty needs a part or a service, Right. And this customer starts to begin trolling our social channels and they're responding to others with comments, their own negative comments and experiences. They talk badly about our products and our customer care. And in these instances, we work with our social customer care team to evaluate the service history of these individuals. More often than not, we conclude that our customer service has requested documents or information that a consumer is unwilling to provide because their product is well past warranty. So even when we may have offered a concession or something, this individual is just not satisfied. So in these situations, we put together thoughtful responses. We try to educate our social community of our attempts. We want them to understand that we're trying to work with these individuals and we're willing to assist them. It's just in these cases, these difficult situations, these are individuals who just really, truly cannot be satisfied. Thanks for sharing that, Natalia. Is there also a funny user story you've experienced with the community? 
Yeah. So this is maybe not so much as funny, but more fun. But we're always joined to to see influencers, famous or not, organically tag us in their own social accounts and channels. So there's a social media trend in the U.S. right now called I Was Today Years Old, where basically people share a short video on their social accounts of something they've just learned about that they probably should have known about all along. It's because they maybe never read a manual about something or they weren't taught it or shared information on it. So in May, an American professional dancer, he's a choreographer, actor, singer on some channels here in the U.S., he posted on his TikTok and Instagram reels about how he was today years old when he found out that he had a Bosch dishwasher with a rackmatic adjustable upper rack. And this rack easily adjusts so it lets taller items fit. So it basically gets a lot more use out of a dishwasher. So he posted about this on his own channel, and it generated nearly 140,000 likes. 4,800 comments and so much engagement, right? It was incredible. And this was all organic content. It was an incredible free promotion for Bosch. And so we, of course, engaged this individual on his posts. We went back and forth and commented with him and all of his commenters and, and engaged with them. It was just a lot of fun. And so it's social moments like these that are just as critical to engage in as those issues crisis management ones. We really want to make sure that we're doing as much as we can to pay attention to what's positive going on in the world, especially as it engages our brands, as much as we do as trying to manage all the issues that are happening too. That's a good story. I'm just wondering, did you have a TikTok account at that time or did you have to set one up or how did you interact with him? Yeah, so we in the U.S. do not have a brand TikTok account, but as TikTok is now usable on Instagram Reels, right? So we were tagged on it. We've, we actually saw it via Sprinkler through our Instagram channel. So we were able to engage on it through Instagram, through his Instagram, where he also posted it. So it was a dual post for him, but we're able to see the results of that TikTok and that Instagram Reels. So. Very good. So this is, of course, um, a question because I work with Sprinkler. I'm just interested. Do you think Sprinkler has helped you find that? And has it managed to give you more details on what's happening out there? I Yes, I would say so. I think Sprinkler has been a very useful tool. And to be quite transparent, I've gone to several social media conferences and different trainings in the last year. And I'm finding more and more that Sprinkler is probably one of the number one most referenced platforms by industries as a whole. Impressed with Sprinkler thus far, I think we still have a lot as, as BSH as a whole that we can learn and use Sprinkler for. I've been excited so far and our customer social care teams have been happy to be in that platform that's much more integrated than some of the tools that we had in the past. Thanks a lot, Natalia. So what would you say is the tendency for social media posts? How has it changed during the past year and how will it be in the future? Well, our social strategy has always been to provide relevant, interesting content, right? We want to know from our own evaluation of our social media channels and metrics what consumers are telling us that they're interested in. And that's how we manage the channels. The past year, though, hasn't changed that, but it's helped it to evolve because things have changed so rapidly in this past year that we've really had to be, again, very agile. So particularly with COVID, where as an industry, we're not a source of information about the ins and outs of medical information, right? The recommended protocols and things that were happening with COVID. We put ourselves in the shoes of our customers, dealers, and partners. 
So we approached our social strategy with content that was helpful and useful in times where people were stocking their refrigerator. They were using their dishwasher daily. They were cooking more than ever before. We used our social channels to share tips and tricks on things that you can load your dishwasher properly this way and maximize cleaning capacity. And here's how you can best store food and have optimal freshness. And we even talked about recipe content on our social channels as something that we could use common household food items and leftovers to create new meals on some of our cooktops. And so taking into consideration COVID-related safety protocols and questions our customers might have regarding our technicians and servicing appliances, we also prepared responses for social customer care to use. We had a lot of questions from consumers about, is it safe for somebody to come into my home? Is it safe for somebody to service my appliance? So we use that as a learning and we prepared responses for our customer care team to be able to share on our channels and in private messages with consumers. Our experience, I think, overall this past year really taught us that not only is it important to listen on what's going on out there, as we were just talking about, Julia, with Sprinkler, right? Are we social listening? Are we listening to what's going on? But also, it's important to take action on what we're hearing. This is such a critical component of social listening. Social media is evolving. And from our commentators and in conversation, we're in a world now where consumers and brands are sitting at the same table together. They're engaging in real-time conversations. So it's more important than ever to be present in conversation. And I think that we've learned anything can happen. Definitely. Do you think the topic gets enough attention within BSH already that everyone has understood the fact that social is where it's happening more or less? Yeah, that's a great question. In the last year, being at home more, everyone, both in companies and just consumers, everyone, I think everyone has seen social media even more than they ever have before. I think those who maybe were trying to avoid it were pulled into a world where information was coming through all social channels of everything that was happening. And a lot of us who couldn't see loved ones were staying connected in that way. So I think BSH has evolved in its recognition of the importance of social channels, um, but I think we're still evolving. And I think just as we talked about earlier with some of these newer channels like TikTok and Clubhouse and social's not going away. It's just becoming more omnipresent. There's more channels, more possibilities. Um, and our consumers are there and we need to meet them there. We need to meet them at the table and have the conversation with them. Yep, I very much agree. Yeah, very valid and true points. And um, that's what we're dealing with every day. So thank you very much, Natalia. That was very insightful. Thank you very much for taking the time today. It was my pleasure. I really appreciate you having me. So social media issues can pose a serious reputation risk for companies, as we learned again today from Natalia. So identifying these issues before they become impactful and handling them in a structured and sensitive manner is one of the most important jobs of the social media offices at BSH. It also enables our company to analyze the impact of word of mouth buzz as well as the consumer satisfaction at different touch points. And only with social media monitoring, we are able to listen to the voices of our consumers at the digital touchpoints. Thank you very much for listening today. If you have anything you would like to share with us, feel free to reach out. And until our next episode, have a good time and take care. Bye bye.